0: So, hey, listen. Yeah. You know, uh, my AC's been out.
1: Yeah, I remember you saying something about that. Yeah. That sucks.
0: Yeah, it's been hot as hell in here. It's hot which as hell we-
1: outside.
0: Which makes it even hotter <laughs> in the exactly. house right now. I
1: know. It's like a little oven.
0: Uh, yes, <laughs> and which, which is killing me because it, uh, I can't do any cooking. You know, I was really getting into cooking there in the early days of the pandemic and the, the stay-at-home
1: order. You need to, to brush up on your grilling skills there.
0: Well, even the grilling, you know, there's a, there's a little bit of the grilling that, that that you can do, but but I've just got one of those little Weber bubble grills, you know. I don't, I don't have the big, awesome, dramatic, you know, so if you're trying to cook a whole meal, I mean, you can do it, but, you know, after day, after day, after day, after the grill, you like to get, you know, change things up a little bit.
1: Oh, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Grilling sounds great when you haven't been doing but it in a while, but every day.
0: And there's a couple of like recipes that I would that, that I want to do. You know, like I wanted to make like a soup. I've been collecting all these like pieces of, you know, uh, cut up vegetable. I'm getting ready to make up my own vegetable stock.
1: Yeah, you're getting yeah, down home, awesome. down home country it's, boy. Uh, okay. It's been
0: kind of fun, you know. I was gonna make like a, a soup, like a. I was thinking about like, a, a cold soup, you know. Like, what do they call that, yeah, cold soup? Uh, is that like a gazpacho yeah. or something like that?
1: Oh, gazpacho. Gazpacho is is one of them. I think that in a ceviche. Oh, if yeah. I'm not Se- mistaken. No, a, yeah.
0: a ceviche would be delicious. That would be good. Well,
1: there you go. And and that
0: would be good, good and refreshing. I could probably pull that off right now. Now, it's so served like I, cold. Like I can't
1: it's served cold. Do you have to cook it?
0: Well, I think I, the, the gazpacho, I think you do have to cook. That's the thing. Like So, like, turning the stove on in this kind of weather. Or the oven, like uh, you know, I'm not gonna bake a macaroni and cheese right now. You know, like, uh, like I cooked that French onion soup, you know, a, a month or two ago. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna sit over top of the stove for four hours cooking up a, a like a soup like that or a shrimp bisque or a lobster bisque. I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. At, you know, in in this heat.
1: Yeah, wait for a nice fall day or winter. But yeah, yeah.
0: Fall, like yeah. Come winter, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out a way. I'm gonna cook me up like a, a recipe of meatloaf with a mushroom gravy or something like that. But I, I can't cook that in this heat.
1: No, no. But all this talk of recipes, it makes me think of uh, a couple of recipes. One of my favorite being a recipe for disaster. If you oh, really got any of oh. those?
0: Oh, now you're speaking my language. I, let me uh, let me check the old scuba cookbook here. See if I can find me a Cooking recipe with for Jacques. disaster. <laughs> Let's see if I can. Holy shit! There's tons of them in this, <laughs> in, this in this in this scuba cookbook. Yes. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Great Dive Podcast.
1: You're here with Bistro Brando.
0: (laughs) Bistro Brando and Jambalaya
1: James. Jambalaya James, how's the matter for you? And uh, oh
0: yeah, I've got a recipe for you today, buddy.
1: I'm always up for some uh, tragedy tortellini.
0: Uh, I, yeah, you know what? Let's make up a tragedy tortellini. That sounds pretty damn
1: good. It sounds delicious.
0: Now you know what we're going to need if we're going to make up a tragedy tortellini. Uh, a few things. A few things. We're going to need. Uh, we're going to need a little pinch of unpreparedness.
1: Unpreparedness is key. It adds that little. Extra punch, like a- unpreparedness is like uh, the cilantro and lime of the street taco. It just uh, <laughs> sprinkle it on and it and it separates itself from a good dive. You know, it, se- it separates the disaster dive from a delicious good dive.
0: And, and all it takes is a pinch to
1: make it just the right.
0: You know what else we're going to do? We're going to rub in a little
1: faulty rental gear and this tortellini. I love me some faulty rental gear. You know the thing is, it's it's so common everywhere that it's almost an ingredient that you find in every disaster recipe. I mean, they throw it in all the time.
0: Like if you're gonna go to the grocery store and pick up a box of uh, disaster helper,
1: disaster helper, and Betty you know and they got the, they,
0: they got all the the all the uh, ingredients pre mixed in the little packet of seasoning. You know, it already has in uh, a faulty rental gear rub in that uh, in that
1: little packet. And surprisingly, you don't have to make your own; you can just use the one in the box, and it's delicious. They do a good job of it.
0: That's why uh, Disaster Helper is a new sponsor to the Great Guy <laughs> Podcast. You can pick yours up at any Kroger, <laughs> Safeway. <laughs>
1: It's a little scuba glove actually it would be the little the little lobster claw glove
0: yeah get it in the get it in the pasta aisle how about we uh throw in a dash of darkness
1: Ooh, darkness yeah nothing like your vision being hindered by lack of light to really get the taste buds excited and yearning for more disaster
0: i know you like those dark dives darkness your only friend
1: it is. I, I do. I do appreciate a really nice dark. It adds a little, a little bit more adventure mystery to the dive. You know, to what could be you know a regular old lake dive.
0: But if you're missing an ingredient, it doesn't add to the dive. It exacerbates the problems in the dive. Like if if right. you were if we were cooking up a a, a batch of cupcakes or something. And we forgot to throw in the eggs, right? Ah, it's going to destroy that recipe, right? And in this case, if, if we forget to put in some experience, boom. Tragedy tortellini, baby. is guaranteed. So this is from an early 90s skin diver. One of those I learned about diving from that dive, that recipe for disaster dive. And this one takes place in the Great Lakes,
1: Thank God we're back to the Great Lakes.
0: It's because it's Great Lake diving season right now, and although it's a little more difficult to get out on the water because of the restrictions that we're we're still under, it's Great Lakes diving season, baby. And this dive, this reminds me a lot of a dive that you and I did up in Tobamori, uh, that that we used to do all the time, um, and but I, I'm particularly harkened back to a particular time where the weather was rough uh we were getting blown out we decided to get in a, an evening dive a, a couple groups and
1: we got our asses kicked getting in and the, out of the water again right oh yeah i know the dive you're talking about that uh that shore entry there at tobe where we you know typically, we do the shore dives at Taube when we get blown out because we go in the late fall and it's, the weather already is unpredictable in the Great lakes but uh you got to have a backup plan right in case and that shore entry you know you've got to you've got to walk out quite a bit it's only about two or three feet deep you have to walk out quite a bit just to get your you know depth enough to put your fins on, and it's littered with those five to twelve inch diameter stone boulders, river yeah, boulders yeah yeah
0: all over the place right making it hard to walk they're just hard, ankle hard breakers. to stand up ankle breakers yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you know if only in this uh in that tortellini that we were making that day if we could have rid- you know put them on the on the those boulders on simmer and re- and reduced those rocks down to like a small little rock,
1: a little pea gravel.
0: Yeah, a little pea so you gravel. Could walk you know, I, yeah, I would have made it so much easier. But we rushed it. We, we rushed the. We rushed our tortellini. We should have reduced <laughs> those rocks on the oven for a little bit.
1: Yeah, that definitely would have been nice because you couple that kind of walk, you know, three feet of water, two feet of water. For quite a, you know, quite a little walk and you're wearing twins, you're carrying a DPV, uh, one hand you got your fins and the other hand, it's it's really tough. You know, those waves come crashing in on those rough days. Yes, it's it's not, you know, they're not 10 footers which may have been easier They're they're just these little five footers you know four four footers just enough
0: to knock you around
1: yeah it's more of a surge isn't it it? just enough to
0: give you that false sense of security that (laughs) you can still pull the dive off like ten footers you would know we're not even going to try this right Right? you never would have gotten these Were just big enough that you thought "Eh, that ain't too bad until you're you know in knee-deep water tripping and falling and getting the hell beat out of you
1: yeah because when you fall you're not caught by the water when you're wearing you know 100 pounds (laughs) plus on your back you're you go right to the rock you just fall right on the rock versus if you were you know in five feet of water getting slammed or four feet of water when you fall the water would catch you so yeah that's uh i i can picture the entry
0: yeah and for us you know we had dove the dive many times, so we knew what we were expecting in the water. And and although, you know, we pulled it off...
1: And we made it look good. You know,
0: you know to the people that were watching. Them. Yes. <laughs> so we knew what we were doing and, and eased our way down. And the three of us, like, you know, got into 10 feet of water and just all took a minute to breathe and yeah. gather our composure. But we were all looking at each other going, what son the hell of a- was that?
1: Yes. Yeah, son of a bitch. Yeah. I, thank God I was young, younger, I wasn't young, young, but younger, and, um, you know, the bones bend a little. I think doing that now, I'd be very worried, you fall or you twist that ankle, they just snap, plus the the weight on your back.
0: Yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. definitely something to consider. And, you know, somebody new, you know, thinking that, you know, they're just going to power through and go for it, because they don't want to be, they don't want to look like the new guy, you know, they want to you know they 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 want to sell everybody on the fact that they're smart enough capable enough to to pull it off can easily get beyond their ability in a environment like that
1: yeah that's quickly beyond the a novice's ability you know yeah to so enter know, the water.
0: there's a, there's definitely something to be said for knowing when to get out of the water and call it off
1: Oh, I think that's key. I think in many disaster recipes, you know, the inability to call the dive adds another little extra je ne sais quoi to the meal, if you will. But and I'll ask you this, James, you know, as you started diving and you got more and more into the different types of diving, more advanced stuff... Your tri mix dives, your cave dives, especially like a a good tri mix dive where you might have three hundred dollars five hundred dollars in gas that you've prepared to zip out to the northern great lakes or or even down to Florida or wherever you're going and do a couple hundred foot dive, and the conditions get questionable, but you've invested yeah. you've invested all that time and money I think yeah, you've got.
0: Two hundred dollars just in gas on your back. Exactly.
1: And so you get there and you have this this leaning towards. I I can't cancel. There's too much invested. But one of the key things you learn, at least from a good instructor, I think, is you have to have that ability. You have to have the the wisdom, and I guess cojones is another word to say nope. We're not doing this. You to know, be I, able
0: to call the dive. Right. No one, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think it's that. The inability to do that is going to lead to the thickening of this tortellini <laughs> that, we, that we're cooking up right here, right? It's
1: like adding a little uh, cornstarch to the gravy. Right, right, right
0: exactly. <laughs> if, if this isn't the adding the cornstarch to thicken up our, our pasta sauce here. Anyways, yeah, th- this is the thickening up of that sauce, right? Absolutely, yeah. We started out in late afternoon when the sun was bright and the waters of Two Harbors Lake Superior
1: were glittering. Glittering. The glittering waters of Lake Superior, like like a a blanket of golden diamonds, shimmering, billowing to and fro.
0: (laughs) Isn't that like the...
1: Uh, one of those great sights
0: out on the Great Lakes. Oh, yeah. The, that, yeah. The, the dark waters, the sun setting,
1: the glittering golden honey glaze up Ooh. on the surface. You're, you're turning me on. Now you're, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the golden yellow waters of Lake Superior dripped across her satin skin. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, uh... Are you uh you have pants on during this uh this remote call that we're doing today
1: that's nobody's business <laughs> <laughs> nobody does in this these days do they nobody nobody on a zoom meeting is is walking around in a full suit especially at 95 degrees out no
0: yeah you, you got shirt tie the coat tidy whities underwear <laughs> you your your business All business in the frame of the the webcam. Right.
1: All business on top and uh, party
0: party, downtown.
1: Party downtown. There you go. (laughs) I was going to say party below. Yeah.
0: Our group of five was unorganized. We talked, laughed, and made
1: unnecessary,
0: time consuming trips back and forth to the gear shop, the car, tents, and the lake.
1: Yeah, that's pretty pretty common with new divers, isn't it? A little nervous tension going on, so there's a lot of whether it's conscious or subconscious, but excuses to to delay the actual dive a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's uh, uh, but always like keeping like it's busy talk, right? Right. To make it look like you know what you're doing. Oh, yeah. I gotta gotta go grab my fins. <laughs> yeah, you, Walk yeah. all the way back, get all the way back. Oh, should have grabbed my mask too. Oh, <laughs> something to, something to do so it doesn't look like you're standing around not knowing what to do. Right. But it's just time consuming, and what should have taken ten minutes to get in the water, easily turns and quickly turns into an hour and a half.
1: Oh yeah, that's easy to do, especially in uh, in novice world in in the early days, where you're not you're just not comfortable yet.
0: You need- now if. If you're, if you're boiling, boiling your pasta noodles in the tortellini, it says boil for 10 minutes, and you boil it for an hour and a half.
1: You're going to have a nice, mushy, delicious done, disaster you, tortellini. Yes. <laughs> Tragedy tortellini, yeah. <clears throat> we
0: were diving a shipwreck. I dived the wrecks up. Let me fix that. We were diving a shipwreck. I had dived a wreck off of Nag's Head, North Carolina, and was disappointed with the poor visibility and nauseating current. I was anxious to try another wreck in clear, fresh, deep water.
1: It's right where their currents meet. So you've got the Gulf Stream coming up from the south on the east coast of the U.S., and then you've got the Labrador Current coming up, coming down from the north, and they meet right there, just south of Nag's Head i mean you can you can go literally a mile down the road from from Nag's head or a couple miles maybe it's sixty degree water in nag's head it's eighty five degree water a little bit south it's uh it's a huge huge difference a huge
0: swing yeah yeah completely two different
1: <clears throat> waters right and visibility six to eight feet. I mean, it's so nutrient rich. I mean, you can see all the little critters. You know, yeah, um, yeah. It's it's awesome diving. In one sense, you've got big animals. You got all kinds of cool stuff. You got the shipwrecks. They're not great lake shipwrecks though. They are those coral encrusted. This is a submarine. This is a U boat. Just try to picture it. But you can't get far away enough to picture it. You might see the periscope coming up out of a, a coral encrusted you know hull of a sub but yeah it's tough i i get where she's coming from
0: yeah yeah so be going up to a great lake shipwreck yeah where you can still see all the the heavy grain of wood on on that busted up wreck
1: yeah especially in superior they don't have the uh, zebra mussel coverage that we do a little bit south but yeah you can see that the wreck is the wreck It, it, it looks like a ship because it's not encrusted with coral yeah beautiful stuff so
0: by the time we hit the water the sun had set despite all our visits to the dive shop two of us had problems with our weights i didn't have enough and repeatedly surfaced Marnie's weights were too heavy. We women had never been on an unsupervised dive before. And although several of our group were very experienced divers, we somehow ended up as dive buddies. Marnie didn't feel ready. Wisely, she decided to sit out the dive. I transferred the weights from her hips to mine in the dark, in the water, as waves smashed us against the rocks. When I'd finished, my forearms were so fatigued they trembled.
1: Big ingredient here. You've coupled up the two most inexperienced divers. So right. that instead of having like an experienced person with an inexperienced person to kind of help guide them a little bit to foresee and head off problems. Let's put the new, two new people together. This adds a unique flavor to the to the tragedy tortellini, <laughs> if you will. And then so they come off uh, nag's head ocean saltwater dive and they come to freshwater. Waiting is going to be different. So Marnie, who's probably still in saltwater waiting mode, then Terry is okay, I'm going to adjust for freshwater and just removes an unspecified amount, not knowing, you know, where am I going to be at? And then, of course, we're, we're doing this in the dark because. We did all the delaying tactics in right, right. the water.
0: And we're both new and don't yeah. know what we're doing because we're inexperienced. This is a little bit of a good luck glaze Yes, I <laughs> <they> needed to <laughs> put on top of. It.
1: <laughs> a bad luck glaze, if you ask me. But yeah, everything seems to be coming together perfectly for a delicious tragedy tortellini.
0: Delicioso!
1: Bam! Bam!
0: Abandoning Marnie to find her own way ashore, I paddled into the darkness determined to dive on reaching the site where the others were descending i was quite out of breath so i rested for a moment i needed to recover from the rock battering i'd received and the subsequent swim out
1: another part of diving where yeah you don't need to be in some kind of olympic navy diver fitness level not for the normal diving, but sometimes the entry is going to beat the hell out of you, right? Sometimes yeah, carrying the gears. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, 50 feet of surface swim, right? Right, after you've it just is, been Is struggling. enough to be as exhausting as uh, trying to keep up with Michael Phelps in a, in a two lap race <laughs> <laughs> or, a, or a major Olympic swim, right? Like swimming out 50 feet in those conditions will have you huffing and puffing for for getting gas into your
1: body right you're out of breath you're in a, a restrictive wetsuit usually i mean they're usually they're tight right that's the thing so you're trying to exchange gas co2's building up you're nervous you're you're a little bit uh, apprehensive as it is and you just lost your your dive buddy said i'm out so really this sounds like you're going to flavor town You're heading right to Flavortown (laughs) on this (laughs) disaster.
0: Well, they definitely (laughs) had to drive through Flavortown to get to this uh, dive (laughs) site. I tried once again to descend with the others, but even with all the extra weight, I was still overly buoyant. Someone called out asking if I was going to follow. I can't get down, I shouted back. Go ahead, I'll catch up. I watched the underwater lights penetrate the inky blackness. Then the lights faded. So now now often people struggling to get underwater, even after they've put on a lot of weight, it's not necessarily that they don't have enough weight. I mean, that's something that you and I see all the time, right?
1: Yeah, a lot of times they have a ton of gas still in their BCD. Right. They're, they're not able to let it out correctly. So
0: She's already huffing and puffing, so her lungs are constantly full of air, right, which is making her more buoyant. She's fighting and struggling and wiggling her feet, and if you've got fins on your feet pointing down while you're floating on the surface, your fins are constantly swimming you back up, so it's going to be damn hard
1: to get underwater. Yeah, this is really common in in new divers. Just that initial, okay, let's go down, let's descend. They have issues. Well, Brando, what's a cake without icing, right? <laughs> let's uh,
0: let's add something else in here. It finally dawned on me, I neglected to bring a dive light. <laughs> Whoopsie!
1: So nobody that's can like, see. Her. That's like
0: that's uh, like that's like when you're you're uh, putting the, you're trying to. Sc- you know, put some ketchup on the the French fries, and it's not coming out. So you, yeah, yeah, bang on the bottom, bang on the bottom, and then poof, the whole bottle like plops out. <laughs> oh boy!
1: Shut the front door.
0: The weather was deteriorating quickly. My rented face mask fit poorly, and with a crushing wave rode down over my mouth, knocking out my regulator, and dug into my throat. The waves rocked me like so much flotsam and were wearing me out. I was blind in the dark. My predicament was worsening.
1: Yeah, I think that, that right there is probably one of the three most important ingredients to this disaster, this tragedy of Tortellini, is you're on a night dive with no light. Yeah, in a new place and no partner. So new gear, new gear rental, faulty rental gear,
0: unfitting gear. Like, like there's so many. But uh, again, this this is a disaster that leads to so many points. And uh, again, I know it's so easy to sit here and read this years later, decades later, and go, "Oh, she should have turned it here. Oh, she should have turned it right. here. Oh, she should have turned it here." Uh, but but that's the point of the whole article, right, is you you have to know when to say when.
1: Well, yeah, I think, uh, and again, we talk a lot about what Gareth has to say because his methodologies of breaking down an incident, not to the point where, oh, this is what they should have done because hindsight's always twenty twenty, but more of what has led the diver to keep going. In other words, why the behavior, why the inability to call it right there? Yeah,
0: well, there's... There's a bit of ego here, like not wanting to admit that she can't pull off the dive that the others are doing.
1: Yeah, and social right, pressures, peer yeah, pressures. Which is, which
0: is really driving all yeah, – that, yeah, that too is driving it all. Like her own personal determination is, I want to see a shipwreck that I can really enjoy, right? I mean, that's, that's on the plate as well.
1: right. And you know, a lot of which this gets is, in the
0: way. Yeah, which gets in the way of that clear thinking.
1: Right. A lot of this is you don't know what you don't know. So I think the experience part is huge in this, or the lack thereof, in the in the sense of she really doesn't understand how quickly it can go south when all of these ingredients are, are put yeah. together. Right.
0: Yeah. You don't put you don't put any eggs in. You don't put any experience <laughs> in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That uh, that cake's not going to come out very good.
1: It's going to be a catastrophe cake. Uh, we, right,
0: which we already we already had a slice of that.
1: Yeah, but don't confuse that with uh, a calamity cake. I that's, don't know, a a little, that's a different. That's a different. That's a different that's cake, a different cake.
0: <laughs> After replacing my mask and regulator, I noticed everyone else was on shore. <laughs> I did. Could... <laughs> I could see their bodies silhouetted against flashlights. How had they known to surface? How had they made it safely to shore so quickly? I must have been struggling in the water much longer than I thought. Suddenly, another violent wave crashed over me, again wrenching my regulator out of my mouth. My mask covered my mouth
1: like the hand of a kidnapper. Nice. Kidnapped by a mask.
0: Now she says I recalled an illustration in my dive book indicating proper float positioning. Water line at eye level. This water line was at nose level. Never mind the waves. I hit my BC. Nothing. As I took a breath to inflate my BC manually.
1: Orally. Orally. <laughs> it's orally. You don't do manual is ten dollars cheaper. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh they are in a harbor town so that is uh, definitely the case
1: <laughs> you can get a you can get an oral a manual uh, almost on every corner
0: as i took a breath to inflate my bcd manually she says a wave exploded into my lungs a coughing spasm stole my last ounce of energy Neck arched backward in an attempt to inhale above the waves. I retrieved my dangling regulator. One breath. Try the BC. I just couldn't manage it in the rough surf. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. So here she is, arching her neck back, trying to keep her face above water so she can get a breath. The wave comes over, drowning overhead, wherein. A couple paragraphs before, she couldn't even get underwater because she was so buoyant.
1: There you go. That right, right? there. So
0: what, so what does this have to do with her waiting? Nothing.
1: Exactly. It's all, it's all technique, ability to use the equipment properly. The quirky thing is that it doesn't even occur to her, I'm sure, right at this point when she's in the water. The thinking process has gone is what I'm trying to illustrate is the rational thinking or like – trying to logically look at okay why could i not get down only moments ago or minutes ago whatever and now i can't get up what's, yes. what's going on yeah and all this stuff
0: is uh you know we're, we're in the water we're beginning to poach uh, <laughs> a little bit of panic right is, is that not what's about to happen you can see it coming poached panic
1: Delicious in any dish of tragedy and disaster.
0: Tossing aside my regulator, because who the hell needs that thing? Who needs that? I don't need this
1: anymore. Get out of here. How can I have a disaster if you are here trying to save me?
0: <laughs> right. How can I fully poach this panic if you're here allowing me to breathe dry, compressed air as I submerge below the surface? Exactly. I began to swim to shore in a flailing panic. I paddled for several minutes. The lights on shore were getting dimmer. The silhouettes smaller. The waves were inexplicably pushing me back. Help, I yelled. Help, I screamed. I ran a mental checklist. Stay calm. Breathe. Check the BC. Inflate manually. Drop your weights. Swim to shore.
1: Scream help. <laughs> I forgot that. Failure. <laughs>
0: Failure on all counts. I was going to say. Except to scream for help. <laughs> right.
1: Scream for help. Flail arms violently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Reason sank beneath the waves. Most obviously, I could have used the CO2 cartridge, but I didn't even know I had one. Shame on me! And uh, so the, again, this is early '90s. The rental BCs from the early '90s were probably old, late, late '70s, early '80s BCDs. You know that were in, in rough shape at best, as far as what was in a rental department up
1: in the uh, up on Lake Superior in the '90s. I'm gonna bet that she could have pulled the CO2 trigger, and nothing would have came out. Right, <laughs> <Yeah>. click. <laughs> Outside oh,
0: right. of a pin, <laughs> Which was probably yeah. 80% yeah. of those, yeah.
1: I was going to say, it was already used to demonstrate in the pool. <laughs> yeah. We so never we replaced didn't, it. Didn't replace yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was the thing with them. Either they were already spent, the, the pin was so corroded that it couldn't penetrate the, the cartridge. Right. Or you accidentally bumped it and popped it when you weren't intending to. With what I was certain was my last breath of air. I threw back my head and screamed again. If I can do that, I thought, why can't I inflate my vest? I'd completely forgotten about my regulator. I saw a newspaper headlines. Twin Cities woman drowns in Lake Superior. Shipwreck claims another life. Then I heard a voice in the blackness inches from my ear. It was Tim. The most experienced of our group.
1: There are some who call me... Tim.
0: Don't do anything, he said as he pulled me in. Just let me do the work. I relaxed as he pulled me through the torrid surf to safety.
1: He's my hero.
0: Tim, you're
1: my hero.
0: I call him Tortellini Tim. <laughs>
1: Tortellini Tim.
0: Safety on shore. I contemplated the catalog of mistakes I'd made that nearly cost me my life. So, if you want to make a tragedy tortellini, I think we've covered a lot of the ingredients so far. Let's let's instead of a of a disaster-ing tragedy tortellini, if we wanted to make a nice edible tortellini that everybody in the family is going to enjoy and and want to make again, we're going to have to do some other things, right? Like, we should have on this dive maybe broiled up a better buddy system, right? She says, I will always use the buddy system. It's better to take away just one buddy's dive time than the entire group's. Also, never exceed your skill level. Two unprepared, inexperienced divers on a night dive in rough conditions, or on any dive for that matter, are a recipe for disaster.
1: Yeah, but that's, that goes again to you don't know what you don't know. And, yeah, of course, looking back in hindsight, you go, well, I was way, you know, forgive the pun, but I was way in over my head.
0: Yeah, well, and, like, having the buddy is great, but two inexperienced buddies that don't know how to get out of that situation isn't necessarily going to make that a safe, better situation where the
1: problems wouldn't have existed. Right. You actually may have had two people, you know, swirling down that toilet of doom.
0: Kind of well thing. yeah because yeah. one person could have come over to help and actually made the the situation worse and and drowned two people. So a buddy a buddy system's great but it's not necessarily an asset if you d- neither person has the experience and preparedness
1: for the dive. That's exactly the insight that needs to be taught to to people. Buddy system is great. It's not a catch-all and it and it absolutely can become a hindrance. When you both are in over your head, you, when you both are, you know, in a in an environment you're not used to, you don't have any experience in. Yeah.
0: Now, when it comes time to to get that nice glaze on top of our tortellini, and we we want to throw it in the the oven for for twenty minutes, if we forgot to preheat the oven. We're, we're, yeah, it's it's gonna yeah we're gonna take away from from that uh, that perfect tortellini right and same thing here you gotta you gotta preheat some planning on pre-heat, these dives
1: right preheat the planning preheat the planning I like it
0: like the old saying right plan your dive and dive your plan don't fight the weather or lack of daylight get organized first she says there's always tomorrow
1: that right there is good wisdom there's always another day to go diving
0: yeah you you need something you 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 need to have some line to draw in your psyche in your agreement with your dive buddy your dive team of where is the line of where we're going to say all right too much is going on too many little things have have started rolling down the, the the snowy hill you know where do you Call the size of the snowball where we, where you go. No, no, this is only going to get worse. Let's let's
1: call it for tomorrow. Exactly. That's where the experience kicks in. So,
0: if I wanted to make the 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 tantalizing tortellini, not the tragedy tortellini,
1: two different I'd dishes.
0: Two different <laughs> dishes, right? I wanted that good one that everybody talks about right. happily for years, right? I'd make sure that I fried up some proper fitting equipment
1: fry up the proper fitting equipment is also pretty key to avoiding tragedy yeah i'd agree i mean there's nothing like a good piece of gear that fits you properly that is made for you and when you go to rental that's always the problem you know especially in those days you know i think things are a little better now but
0: and uh and as experienced as you are when you went and did the dive uh, in Madagascar, right, and you used just a bunch of just whatever rental gear, you you wouldn't do the same dive that you and I would do who have a very comfortable history
1: together in our own gear, right? You're going to scale it back. Oh, I s- scaled it way back. Yeah, the, these dives were nice, comfortable reef dives, you know, 75-degree water. Real easy, real easy dives. And, of course, you know, in jacket and the the regular, I can't even remember. I think I had some Maris. They only had one pair of Maris, uh, Plana Avantes, whatever. Maybe they were Avante Quattros, whatever. They only had one pair, and I managed to uh, snag them. Uh, I know I threw my weight around. I told them I was with the Great Dive Podcast. (laughs) I don't know if they've heard of me. But, uh, yeah, they... uh, I, I I do re- remember the gear not being what I you know that was one of the things. Not that I didn't dive the hell out of it. But but, but yeah,
0: but you uh but but still you <laughs> took the time on this rental gear right? You got make gotta, sure it was all working. Like you didn't, exactly. didn't just grab it and go no. and trust that it
1: was right, right? Yeah, both Terry, my daughter and mine, I take a look at it and I showed yeah. her, like, you know, take a look at this. Let's look at the, the inflator, let's look at the connections, let's look at how the thing fits us and, and how it goes on our bodies and what's holding the tank. Look at those tank straps. Look at the, you know, of course, the regulator. When you get all that big piece of that big bundle of gear, there's a lot of things to check out, and you, you have to take the time.
0: Right, and Terry reminds the people, know your equipment. Make sure it fits. Don't dive unless you're comfortable. And always make sure your gear is functioning properly before you dive. Yeah,
1: quick equipment check, especially if you're not not familiar with it. I know it's easy in the gear you own. You dive it all the time. It's you know exactly how it's been taken care of in your home. But when you're with rental gear, that that stuff gets thrown around, beat up, used by many different people.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, even your own gear, you're going to end up having little leaks and, and mm-hmm. problems and fittings that come loose over time that you're going to have to deal with. But let alone stuff that you've never seen before at all, just to right. assume that it's going to work like your old trusty stuff. And you know... This tortellini, if you want the good, tasty one, you're going to want to add with it a little a little light cream to, to really get those flavors out. Just like Terry should have added a light to her dive, right?
1: Yeah. I was going to say a little light sprinkling of some Parmesan, some freshly grated Parmesan over the top.
0: Oh, that might. Uh, what about a light sprinkling of parsley and oregano over the oh, top. Oh, there at the you end, just
1: to, you know. Oh, some oregano. Uh, but
0: you definitely got to add a light something.
1: Yes, a couple of light things. Maybe a you... backup light, too.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and uh, Terry says, use multiple lights on a night dive. Always have a backup, right? Unless you want to make a tragedy
1: tortellini. Yes, then you leave all that home or you don't <laughs> check it. You bring them because you keep them with your gear but you don't check them. You just let the batteries run die.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's something that I I've, I've seen multiple times over the years is you're doing a night dive and uh light issues happen. Okay, I get it. But go into the trusty backup that also fails as well because the, the you haven't changed the batteries in 6 years. Oh, I should have looked at that before we did the night dive. Terry finishes this recipe for disaster by saying I traded in my equipment the next morning. The new gear fit perfectly. The sun was shining. The water was crystal clear. I'd had a good night's sleep. I was with a new, experienced, and safety-conscious dive buddy. And below me, in the icy waters of Lake Superior, I saw my shipwreck.
1: Was she with Tim?
0: You, uh, you know, Tim. Like he did. The, you know, he gave her the old heel to shoulder push, <laughs> toe back to shore, and he probably gave her the heel to shoulder push all oh, night long. Oh boy! And they said, Terry, I'll I'll dive with you today.
1: And these are the dives of our lives. It is like a soap opera out there, a wee bit in the diving community. The
0: diving community is very much a soap opera. In fact, I'm surprised there's not like a, a Days of Our Lives TV show just on school. Like the Dives, dives of, our, of lives. our Lives. That's what I just
1: said. <laughs> yes, these are the Dives of Our Lives. And then they have the like sands through the hourglass. These are the Dives of Our Lives. Yeah, because you could make a great show out of just the stuff we know that goes on in the dive community. Macro and micro, it's it's awesome.
0: I mean, it could be it could be really soap opera. It could be like a Baywatch. I mean, if they can make a, a, a successful show of lifeguards on the beach, you could have a show all based out of a of a dive shop.
1: Oh, easily. And I some think
0: so. and some like hit hit location.
1: I like it. I think you know what would be a real twist is it's a, a popular Great Lakes area dive shop. And maybe the owners are like Tobe, like where they they have a, a busy summer of diving. And then in the winter, they go down south to a place like the Keys, and they have another dive shop there because the Keys get busy in the winter.
0: The, the Keys one could be its own off
1: Oh, right, now you're
0: right. talking. The, 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 the one main instructor ends up, he, he leaves at the end of season three. Because uh you know the, the show's kind of run its course, everybody's getting
1: getting tired of it, so got change it's it a spin
0: off because he's the most handsome guy on the show. He gets his own spin
1: off he's i like, am sick of this cold ass water man <laughs> <laughs> these zebra uh, muscles these zebra <laughs> muscles are killing I
0: never <laughs> I' am never putting socks and shoes on again it's flip flops <laughs> for life
1: <laughs> I'm not going to be tossed around like a like a buoy like a bobber on a in a lake you know. Five-foot wave slammed into the rocky entry at Tobe.
0: I am never diving with a bunch of women in dry suits. It's bikinis or bust. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, everybody. Sit down at the table. Get your forks out. I hope you are going to enjoy this tasty bite of uh, tragedy tortellini we just cooked up for you today.
1: I notice our, our disaster recipes are very Italian. Maybe we need to throw in something, you know, like a good Ooh, old should American. We do a little,
0: should we do a little French cuisine maybe next time?
1: Why don't we try something uh, American like um, like a horrible hot dog? Hot dog, dog. <laughs> there you go. Or hamburger. <laughs> a horrible hamburger. Mishap mac a and mis- cheese.
0: Oh, a mishap mac and cheese. That sounds pretty good. Oh yeah, we could um, failure French. Could, fries. We, we could have some <laughs> failure French fries, maybe. If we want to do a, an American, fatal. One.
1: How about fatal French fries? Oh, fatality Ooh. French fries, or we just call them fatality fries. Good old fatality fries.
0: Maybe we should. Uh, you know, it is it is summertime. It's hot outside. Maybe maybe next time we'll have to uh, m- mix up a a pitcher of unlucky lemonade. Well, hey everybody! I hope you guys enjoyed uh, our little episode today. I know this is a, a favorite one that we always get a lot of comments and feedback on. So, hope you enjoy this one. And until next time, don't cook
1: with the disaster recipe cookbook.
0: Don't don't cook with it this weekend. Do some do
1: some tasty dives. Tasty dives.
0: All right, everybody. We'll see you next
1: week. Safe diving, folks.